ان الحمد لله حمدا يليق بجلال وجهه وعظيم سلطانه اللهم لك الحمد حتى ترضى ولك الحمد اذا رضيت ولك الحمد بعد الرضا ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له له الملك وله الحمد يحيي ويميت وهو حي لا يموت بيده الخير وهو على كل شيء قدير واشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا وقره اعيننا ونور قلوبنا محمدا عبده ورسوله اللهم صل وسلم عليه ونبيه وصافيه وحبيبه وخليله ارسله للعالمين بشيرا ونذيرا وداعيا الى الله باذنه وسراجا منيرا فبلغ الرساله وادى الامانه ونصح الأمة وكشف الغمة وجاهد في الله حق جهاد حتى آتاه اليقين اللهم صل وسلم وبارك عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن تبعهم بإحسان وهدى إلى يوم الدين وعلينا معهم وفيهم برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين أما بعد فيا عباد الله إني أوصيكم وإياي بتقوى الله تقوى الله الذي لا يقبل غيرها ولا يرحم الا اهلها ولا يثيب الا عليها واحسن يرحمكم الله ان رحمه الله قريب من المحسنين all praise belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the most merciful the most compassionate the one who sent prophets and messengers alayhim salatullah wa salamuh May Allah's peace and blessings be upon all of them with guidance and truth and who sent to us and to all people at the end of time his select his chosen one his beloved Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam we bear witness that there is nothing worthy of worship save Allah the one the unique and we bear witness that our noble and beloved prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in is his final prophet and messenger who came with guidance and truth and left us on the clear straight path that none veer from except that they bring upon themselves destruction wal'iyadu billah alhamdulillah for another opportunity to come together on this blessed day of jumuah a day where allah subhanahu wa ta'ala pours mercy upon his servants and that muslims all over the world gather together and turn their hearts to Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala. And one of the things that we see in the world today, which unfortunately contradicts this beauty and blessing, is much ugliness in the world. That one of the things that the shaitan is focused on, and one of the things that accelerates at the end of time, is this ugliness that people perceive and that people put out into the world. And it becomes sort of like a new normal. That these are the khutuwat al-shaytan. These are the footsteps of the shaytan that he makes things beloved to those who follow him such that he moves us away from the fitrah and that people become used to something that is the new normal. It is a new standard of ugliness. But what we need is really to return to the fitrah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created us upon. 
And you see that despite the fact that people might not necessarily have the guidance that makes them aware of discerning and identifying that which is ugly, you still see people feeling out of whack. You see people feeling that th- there is so much anxiety and a, a, a imbalance in the world today. And the only thing that can really restore us to the balance and bring people back to the fitrah is Islam. Is the beauty of this religion and the beauty and the purity that was embodied in the most beautiful human being who ever walked on the face of the earth, Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam. We all, you and I and every single member of his ummah and those who follow in his footsteps, we all have a responsibility to reflect that beauty. We all have a responsibility to uh, reflect his light, salawatullahi wa alayhi, especially in times of darkness. And what is the solution? Someone might say, well, this is a very lofty task. How can I achieve that? The solution, although it is simple in theory, it is difficult in practice, but it is simple. It's beautiful character. And there's a hadith of the Prophet ﷺ, and even just saying the names of the narrators of this hadith gives life to the heart. Imam Asliyuti narrates the hadith عن الحسن عن أبي الحسن عن جد الحسن أن أحسن الحسن الخلق الحسن That it is narrated by Al-Hasan Al-Basri who heard it from Al-Hasan Ibn Ali radiallahu anhu wa ardah, the grandson of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, who heard it from his father, Abil Hassan, Sayyidina Ali ibn Abi Talib radiallahu anhu wa ardah, who heard it from Jadda al-Hassan, Sayyidina Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, anna ahsan al-Hassan al-Khuluq al-Hassan. The most beautiful expression of beauty is beautiful character. If this was the only hadith about beautiful character, it would be enough. What is the solution for the the hurt that's in the world? What is the solution for people moving away from that which is pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Such that now in today's world, people identify that which is ugly and vile as that which is pure and good and vice versa. The easy way to do that is through beautiful character is that we need to embody the balance and embody the character of the Prophet ﷺ, who Dr. Mustafa Badawi identifies as his way, his sunnah, is the standard of normality. It brings everything back to the balance. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala beautify, beautify us through him وسلم, and make us means of beautification for humanity. And when we talk about beauty, this is another one of the words that's almost been hijacked. We're not talking about physical beauty. We're not talking about the beauty that once again moves the desires. We're talking about the beauty of the yearning of the ruh for that which is lofty. The yearning of your soul and your fitrah for that which is heavenly and of a lofty station with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that's why when we see the sunrise or the sunset or we see beauty in Allah's creation, we are moved to say subhanAllah. And we are moved to even think about the purpose of our very existence. 
That is the beauty we're talking about. And the beauty that then is an expression of the heart and soul that manifests on a person's face, in a person's smile, in generosity, in trustworthiness, and in all of the various expressions of beautiful character that stem from the Prophet Muhammad In another hadith narrated by Imam Muslim, عن النواس ابن سمعان رضي الله عنه سألت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم عن البر والإثم I asked the messenger of Allah صلى الله عليه وسلم about بر which is sometimes translated as piety but it really means comprehensive good everything that is good and إثم everything that is wrong and bad فقال صلى الله عليه وسلم البر حسن الخلق بر this comprehensive form of goodness is good character, is beautiful character. And evil or that which is wrong is what doesn't sit well within you and you don't want other people to see you do it. That is the way that comes from a sound fitrah. That's one of the conditions of this understanding. It comes from a sound fitrah but the, the point of mentioning the hadith here is that good character is comprehensive goodness. Salawatullahi wa salamuhu alayhi. And another hadith, عن أبي الدرداء أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال أبو الدرداء narrates that the messenger of Allah صلى الله عليه وسلم said ما من شيء أثقل في الميزان من حسن الخلق There is nothing that is weightier on the scales on the day of resurrection, that there is nothing weightier on the scales than beautiful character. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loathes someone who is vile and coarse. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loathes that. And let's be honest and let our you know, children and our young sons and daughters pay attention to this. That one of the things that's happening in the world today is that people want to normalize bad character. Things that used to be censored on TV not that long ago are now said happily and openly and proudly. And this is something that is loathsome in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And someone might feel pressured if I want to fit in, if I want to be cool, if I want to not be that person who's weird. And it's okay to be weird if you're right. It's totally fine to be weird. Get used to it. But someone might feel that pressure. Know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is with you. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is pleased with you when you say things that are beautiful. Don't be like others. Don't say things that even back in the day, gangsters used to be ashamed to say that in front of women and children. Now women and children say it. This is all an indication of our removal from the state of the fitrah. There are words that uh, uh, pierce you and are toxic and, and they hurt you. So don't be a person who says those words. As Shaykh Ibrahim al-Dasuqli, he said, don't be someone who recites the Qur'an and then says ugly words and loathsome speech and backbites people. He said, because that's as if you're putting filth on the Qur'an. You're doing it with the same mouth that you recite the Qur'an. So we need to be mindful of that. And we need to recognize when we take this stance, we are actually 
aided by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and were sources of beauty and goodness and healing in the world. The heaviest thing on the scales is good character. The heaviest thing on the scales is good character. And it's accessible to everyone. You know, someone might feel like they love to talk about high-level theoretical things of dreams and this and that and the other. And those things, they are uh, true. They are real. But the way that you can judge yourself, the way that you can gauge yourself is how good is your character. They said a person surpasses you in tasawwuf when they surpass you in good character. A person surpasses you on the spiritual path when they surpass you in good character. So let us ask ourselves, how are we with our parents? How are we with our spouses? How are we with our neighbors and friends? What is the state of our character? And they say a simple way is just the way that you talk to other people. A way, the way that you look at other people. Do you smile at them? Do they feel happy and comfortable to be in your presence? It's not always the case, but it's a... Very simple indicator. Another hadith, and this is a very important hadith, and we'll end with this. And I want us all, myself included, to really uh, think about this and ponder it deeply. Because by Allah, if this was the only hadith, and we dedicated our lives to it, it would be well worth it. عن جابر بن عبد الله رضي الله عنهما قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وآله وصحبه وسلم إن من أحبكم إلي وأقربكم مني مجلسا يوم القيامة أحاسنكم أخلاقا The Prophet صلى الله عليه وآله وسلم said The most beloved of you to me And who is saying this? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's beloved صلى الله عليه وسلم if he's the one who taught us وسلم, that you are with those that you love, and he is now extending his love to us, then where will we be on the day of resurrection if he loves us? The closest of you to me and those who will sit closest to me on the day of resurrection those who have the finest and most beautiful character. If this was the only reward for good character, it would be enough to be in proximity to the beloved of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And then he says, sallallahu alayhi wa And those of you who are the most loathsome to me and furthest from me on the day of resurrection, these words that are, uh, they have indications. They said, O Messenger of Allah, we know who the Thartharoon are and the Mutashaddiqoon. So who are the Mutafayhiqoon? He says, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Al Mutakabiroon. He said, The furthest of you and the most loathsome to me on the day of resurrection are those who talk a lot and they force themselves just to talk about all these different things. Al-Kathir al-Kalam takallufan. Those who force themselves and force themselves to have conversations. And that's unfortunately one of the things of the modern world, the awkward silence that we can't live with. The Prophet ﷺ taught us to talk about things that are of benefit. And when you force yourself to talk, 
you might start talking about things that harm you and harm others. And the thirthab, and the mutashaddiq, sorry, is someone who talks about anything under the sun and they have no boundaries. And they're not careful what they talk about. Those are the people who are the furthest from the Prophet and the most loathsome in his sight. And it also indicates that that is something that prevents a person from having good character. That part of good character is watching what we say. And if we're really honest, our tongues get us into so much trouble. If you're talking about someone in a way that is not useful, is not positive, don't talk about them. Unless there's a clear uh, objective that is beneficial. You're trying to help two people. You're trying to solve a bigger problem. But just to pass along words, he said, she said, just avoid it altogether. And send, remember Allah, send salawat upon the Prophet ﷺ, or even just say good things about other people. Sayyidina Isa alayhi salam, one time he was on a road and he saw a pig coming his way. A pig! And he said, pass. You're welcome. Please feel free to pass. They said, Ya Allah, you're talking to a pig that way. You're speaking so nicely to a pig. And he said, I don't want to make my speech accustomed to saying bad things. I don't want to accustom myself to saying things in a negative fashion. عَلَيْهِ وَعَلَى نَبِيِّنَا أَفْضُلُ الصَّلَاةِ وَالسَّلَامِ وَاللَّهُ يَقُولُ وَقَوْلُهُ الْحَقُّ الْمُبِينَ وَإِذَا قُرِئَ الْقُرْآنُ فَاسْتَمِعُوا لَهُ وَأَنصِتُوا لَعَلَّكُمْ تُرْحَمُونَ وَقَالَ تَبَارَكَ وَتَعَالَى فَإِذَا قَرَأْتَ الْقُرْآنَ فَاسْتَعِذْ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ أَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ وَعِبَادُ الرَّحْمَنِ الَّذِينَ يَمْشُونَ عَلَى الْأَرْضِ هَوْنًا وَإِذَا خَاطَبَهُمُ الْجَاهِلُونَ قَالُوا سَلَامًا بارك الله لي ولكم في القرآن العظيم ونفعنا بما فيه من الآيات والذكر الحكيم وأجارنا من خزه وعذابه الأليم أقول قولي هذا واستغفر الله العظيم لي ولوالدينا ولكم ولوالدين أجمعين ولجميع المسلمين فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم Seek Allah's forgiveness Indeed He is forgiving and merciful إن الحمد لله حمد يوافي نعمه ويكافي مزيده ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا محمد عبده ورسوله اللهم صل وسلم وبارك عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد فيا عباد الله إني أوصيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله Let us begin our refinement of our beautiful character In this very moment when we say salam to one another after the salah When we go home to our families, when we go back to work Let us be people who are more considerate less quick to become angered. Let us be more forbearant with one another. And each one of us should study the akhlaq and the shama'il of the Prophet ﷺ and realize that everything that we need and everything that humanity needs, even in these most difficult of times, the solutions are not in the just watching the news 24-7. The solutions are not complaining about this person or that person or how crazy this head of state or the other one is. That's not the solution. 
The solution is in following Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The solution for all of the ahwal, all of the calamities of the akhirah are in following him. So you think it's hard for Allah to solve the problems of this dunya through his Habib sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? So let us dedicate ourselves to his way and busy ourselves with the beautiful light that he came with sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us all tawfiq. وأكثر من الصلاة والسلام على البشير النذير والسراج المنير سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وآله وسلم فإن الله أمركم بأمر بدأ فيه بنفسه وثن بملائكته مسبحة بقدسه وأيها بالمؤمنين تعميما فقال مخبرا وآمرا لهم تكريما إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على سيدنا المصطفى محمد وعلى الخليفة من بعده المختار وصاحبه وأنيسه في الغار مؤازر رسول الله في حالي الساعة والضيق خليفة رسول الله سيدنا أبي بكر الصديق رضي الله عنه وعلى من نشر العدل في الآفاق فاشتهر الذي رفع الله له القدر فيما أنزل على خير البشر حليف المحراب أمير المؤمنين سيدنا عمر بن الخطاب رضي الله عنه وعلى الناصح لله في السر والإعلان من استحيت منه ملائكة الرحمن محي الليالي بتلاوة القرآن ذو النرين أمير المؤمنين سيدنا عثمان بن عفان وعلى أخي النبي المصطفى وابن عمه ووليه وباب مدينة علمه إمام أهل المشارق والمغارب أمير المؤمنين سيدنا علي بن أبي طالب وعلى الحسن والحسين سيدي شباب أهل الجنة في الجنة وريحتاني نبيك بنص السنة وعلى أمهما الحوراء فاطمة البتول الزهراء وعلى خديجة الكبرى وعائشة الرضا وأمهات المؤمنين وعلى الحمزة والعباس وسائر أهل بيت نبيك الذي طهرتهم من الدنس والأرجاس وعلى أهل بدر وأهل أحد وأهل بيعة الرضوان وعلى سائر أصحاب رسول الله الأكرمين ومن تبعهم بإحسان وهدى إلى يوم الدين وعلينا معهم وفيهم برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم اغفر للمسلمين والمسلمات والمؤمنين والمؤمنات اللهم لا تدع لنا ذما في مقامنا هذا إلا غفرته ولا هما إلا فرجته ولا حاجة هي لك رضاء إلا قضيتها يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم آت نفوسنا تقواها وزكها أنت خير من زكاها أنت ونيها ومولاها يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم يا من وفق أهل الخير للخير وأعانهم عليه وفقنا للخير وأعن عليه يا أرحم الراحمين ربنا لا تزق قلوبنا بعد إذ هديتنا وهب لنا من لدنك رحمة إنك أنت الوهاب أو الله أو most merciful يا الله we ask you on this day of Jumu'ah and we turn our hearts to you and you are the one who answers our du'as يا أرحم الراحمين ويا أكرم الأكرمين ويا أجود الأجودين we ask you يا الله that you beautify all of us inwardly and outwardly with the way of your beloved صلى الله عليه وسلم we ask you يا الله that you revive the sunnah of the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم in our homes and in our ibadah and in our character and in everything that we do يا أكرم الأكرمين we ask you يا الله that you make each and every one of us and our children and all those we love keys to opening the doors of goodness 
and locks against evil, Ya Arhamar Rahimin. We ask you, Ya Allah, that you make us reflections of the one who you sent, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, with a mercy to all the worlds, so that people can find meaning and healing, and they can connect to you, Ya Arhamar Rahimin, and be granted salvation and safety from the fire. Ya Arhamar Rahimin, Wa Ya Akram Al Akramin, we ask you, Ya Allah, that you spread the lights of guidance into the hearts of people who do not yet know you, Ya Arhamar Rahimin, and do who not yet uh, know your beloved Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam and make them all means of bringing happiness to the heart of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam and means of bringing uh, more people into his ummah into paradise on the day of resurrection. Ya Akram al Akramin, wa ya Arham al Rahimin, Ibad Allah, inna Allah amara bi thalathin wa naha an thalath, inna Allah yamuru bil adi wal ihsani wa ita idil urbab, wa yanha an al fahsha iwal munkari wal bari. يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروا الله العظيم يذكركم واشكروه على نعمه يزدكم ولذكر الله أكبر الله